the most famous bong hit on record, the Beastie Boys' Shake Your Rump. And uh, we thought it was fitting as we celebrate this week's holiday with a Twisted Lister edition where we count down the top five weed songs on Twisted Lister episode 27. Welcome to the show. I'm Scott, as always, joined by Todd and Harrison. And it's been a while since we've done a show, and we want to thank the loyal listeners. Our One of our past episodes now hitting a, a huge number of listens, and we thank you for all the support. That is, of course, our top baseball songs countdown. Very fitting for this season, of course. Guys, welcome to the show. How's it going? It's good to be here. Happy 420. Almost. (laughs) Happy, yes, happy 420. The top five weed songs getting counted down today. Before we get started, a lot of stuff has happened in rock since we last convened, of course. Uh, Todd, you celebrated Record Store yesterday, and you're all amped up about it. Yeah, Yeah. you, you are. Well, for those yeah, loyal listeners, they know I'm a vinyl enthusiast. I know you guys know I am. So um, I was happy to partake in Record Store Day yesterday. Um, went to one of my local record stores that I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, and it was it was a great great scene. I mean, they it was crazy. They had to. It was like a club. They were letting people in when someone came out. So I had to wait a few minutes to get in, just to browse the records. But it was cool. Everyone was really friendly. It was obviously like this was this is like Black Friday for record stores. It's it's nuts, and the guys it was awesome. All the the guys who worked there were all drinking PBRs, but they were all talking about how they were so nervous the night before they couldn't sleep. It was it was cool. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was it was awesome. It was it was madness. But anyways, there, I uh, well, give a shout out to what, what shop you were at. What, what shop? Uh, were, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. I was at Crooked Beat Records, yeah. which is in Adams Morgan in yeah. DC. Yeah. Um, Crooked Beat and Smash are two great stores in Adams Morgan. So. Um, anyways, no, they did a great job, and they had, they still had, I didn't get there, like, right when they opened, like a lot of people, the hardcore folks do, but, um, they still had a pretty good selection of, of the Record Store Day releases, and a lot of big artists, you know, have been, like, Springsteen has been a regular, as far as releasing stuff, um, Jerry Garcia, or the estate, I guess, they released something, The Dead released something, um, Frank Sinatra's estate, I mean, there was, and it wasn't just all old people, but, uh, or dead people, but, <laughs> yeah, but there was... Yeah. Not to give you that impression, but there was a lot of good stuff. I actually picked up a Fugazi reissue, um, keeping it very DC. But um, so I'm excited about that. But uh, yeah, it was, I think it's a I think it's a great thing for independent record stores, and that's of course why they started it. Um, so you know, I don't really see. I know there are detractors, I guess, and people who think vinyl's silly, but. Uh, no, I, I think big, it's. I'm a big fan. I'm amazed. I'm really amazed by the phenomena that is Record Store Day. I think it's it's super cool. I think vinyl has become a collector's thing, which I haven't been able to get into the collector aspect of it. I know both of you guys are. Uh, Harrison Jack White hand delivered the uh, his his album on vinyl. White glove. White glove <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Riding uh, right. a milking cow, which is the weirdest <laughs> part. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever it works for you, Harrison. Uh, but you know, I, it's it's interesting. It's become a really cool phenomenon. Obviously, the heavyweights in the music industry, being the musicians themselves, guys like Dave Grohl and Chuck D and others, are are really um, behind this. And it's it's cool. It's cool, but it's it's a really it's an interesting phenomenon because obviously there's so much emphasis on digital in music, and uh, Record Store Day continues to get bigger and bigger. I think it's a, no, Todd. Despite not being a vinyl collector myself, I'll tell you, I'm a big fan of what Record Store Day does as far as amping up the interest in music. I think it's super cool in that way. No, that's you that's know? a good point because yeah. it was so cool to see all these other you know fans, um, music fans there, and like these are people who are hardcore you know <laughs> passionate fans. I yeah. did. I have to admit, I did feel like I was in a scene of high fidelity a little whenever they were well, all drinking. And the guy, oh, the whoa. best part was 
getting the approval of the record store like clerk is is still meaningful. I don't know why. <laughs> wow. I, I checked out with my record, and he was like, "Good choice." I, I could like, see that, Todd. Choice. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But uh, you know, it would be interesting to do a double header uh, yesterday in in Anaheim, where the Star Wars convention was taking place. See which was a nerdier crowd: the Star Wars convention combined with the uh, record store day crowd. Oh come on! I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. no, no, I know, but it's nerdy in a different look. It we, is nerdy. Look, as we sit here at this twisted but lister table. Yeah, you know, well, at least yeah. the Star Wars guys know how to like swing a sword. You know, the... yeah. Well, this, the, what? What? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we hope Record <laughs> Store Day. Of course, yeah. let us know if there's anything you picked up that you you really liked. Uh, Todd, you you enjoy you're enjoying the Fugazi reissue. I got Fugazi yeah. in on the yeah. Kill Taker, yes, which nice. reminds me of like our. It came out in 1993. We were freshmen in high school. So. Which, yeah, if anyone doesn't know, if, if, if there are any listeners out there who are unaware of our age, uh, there are going to be a lot of Cypress Hill and Sublime references today. So right. you'll be able to figure out that we were teens of the 90s. I think, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, anyone who's listened to the show before, I think they pretty much know that. So. Um, and then, of course, also Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has t- has taken, the, the induction ceremony for 2015 has now taken place. Green Day in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We, we always talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think it's kind of coming around. You know, looking at the some of the eligible artists for 2016, I believe, and I've seen various lists, but I believe both Pearl Jam and Tupac are eligible, which it's going to be, a, you know, a, a, yeah, big, obviously a big year. And then last, you know, last year we had Nirvana, this year Green Day. Uh, I think it speaks to the music of, of the 90s, uh, for one thing. And it's interesting because a lot of the detractors were fans of the music of the 70s, where you heard a lot of the, the people who were mad that Kiss wasn't let in and things like that. And it makes you wonder what music you know what era gave out the best music and was it like the 60s and 90s or was it the 60s 70s you know i don't know there's something to be said there but i think i don't know i'm kind of coming around on it as crazy as that sounds todd do you agree or disagree with me on uh, that, you know i have mixed feelings yeah. about it i mean I, I like the uh you know i like that it's an excuse to get together and have cool jam sessions and like you know and honor some of these people but i also feel like there, there are inevitably some huge gaps, you know, in who they honor. And, and, and I know hard rock and heavy metal fans have had some big gripes about it in the past. And yeah. this year, this year, this year also just and feels like a kind too. of like a, yeah, this year feels a little perfunctory. I don't know. Like Green Day is an interesting pick, I and mean, you can definitely say that they have a legacy. Are they, you know, a first round, like a, a first down yes. ballot? Yes. Yes. You know what? I, I could go. I could do the whole show dedicated to Green Day. I've been binging on Green Day all week. There was a great article by Jim Harrington who writes out here in the Bay, actually, and he wrote this great ode to Green Day. And I was disappointed actually that the Bay Area didn't give a bigger tribute to Green Day because of their place here. Um, and he actually had a really interesting statement. We should definitely have him on the show because this was a really interesting statement. He called Billy Joe Armstrong the greatest songwriter of the last quarter century, which was really interesting. And I think it's obviously... Oh, so, yeah, I you could argue... No, you could... But see, no. But no, but I see, I would say, like, <laughs> but, that would be true, like, American Idiot. Like, I yeah. think that's, well, that's a phenomenal right. album, but yeah. he didn't write that until much much later well but so he talks in the article read the, the article talks about why they had to go to american idiot i mean what happened w- with the career and basically there were those albums what minority and what was is that what it, or it was the single mi- you know remember, the minority yeah. warning i don't even know what yeah the minority album. yeah yeah all that stuff and it's like it wasn't working right and then they you know and we had no we had a show where we talked about nimrod i thought nimrod was a low point personally. well yeah that yeah. was the one with good riddance right i mean that was yeah brain stew yeah, yeah good oh yeah that was bad yeah that you're right that, that was, was bad, bad. Yeah, brain yeah. stew 
I hate that brain stew jaded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my point was I think they hit their stride later on, and I don't know if they're a first round or first ballot in. You're out of your mind, Harrison. First ballot, definitely. And no, I mean, Dookie. Yeah, Oh, it's one of my favorite out. Yes. Herit Todd, okay. what do you All say? Right. Green Day first no, no, ballot? I, 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 no, I, I don't have any argument with Green Day getting in. Yeah. I think Green Day deserves it. Okay, so my only other thoughts, I was just going to say, Joan Jett, I'm shocked that she wasn't already in, but she should be glad she didn't have to wait to die like Lou Reed to get in. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's messed up that he wasn't already in, but, you know, that's whatever. That's true. Yeah, but I think Velvet Underground was in. So I think he was in, he just wasn't in so well. Okay, that's true, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Ringo. Ringo got in, got in. Yeah. yeah. So listen to – all right, I want to yeah. go over – I do want to talk about the eligibility 2016. This is this is not a, a legit website. This is like – this is a website – uh, for future. Wait, well, so, wait, so now all four Beatles are in, in yeah. uh, individually, individually. Yeah, the Beatles. Yes. Okay. So this, these are the people who are eligible for to be voted in in 2016, which means that they would be in 2017. Whatever. Here's the list. I want you. To, this is. I want to sh- tell you some of the people on this list. Tupac and Pearl Jam both on the list. Cypress Hill is on the list. Naughty by Nature is on the list. The Prodigy is on the list. Spin Doctors, Ugly Kid Joe, uh, Mark Cohn. All right, now you're just throwing out names. All right, fine, fine. These are just names. Fine, Only fine. the first two have any real Okay, here's names. next year. Here's next year. Here, Here's the list for next year. This is actually decent. Tribe, but this is so generational, too, because obviously we get amped up over the stuff of our generation. Tribe, Black Crows are on the list. I mean, I don't think they'll make it. Somehow, oh my God, Kid Rock is on the list uh, because I, yeah, I guess the so. the early iteration of Kid Rock that which means he came out something in 1990. I could I could see oh I could see, Harris- the, Black Crow, I could see the Black Crow sneaking in as oh, like a wow, weird okay. yeah. as a, as kind of a weird proto nostalgia act and the old people's voting him in by accident. I was right. going to say that that's the problem with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. One of the big complaints is there's this huge boom, baby boomer bias. It's like right. you know anyone if they, they anyone the who grew up in the 60s yeah. or 70s they you know, that music takes precedence over anything that came later. Okay, I'm going to throw some out there for you for next year for real. And I want, okay, so this is for real, for real. Next year, Tribe, is Tribe in or just try, is do you think? I think, they, I think they deserve it, but yeah. I don't think they'll get okay. in. Okay, Ice Cube will get in because he's old, right? He's eligible as a solo he, act. He's he'll, more likely. Yeah, he'll probably get in because, the like you said, the oldsters will vote for him. Smashing Pumpkins will get in next year, right? And, yeah, um, I can see Pumpkins. I and That's- and also, uh, you know what? I'd love to see these two artists collaborate at the uh, ceremony. So I hope that both Moby and Wilson Phillips get in next year because they're both <laughs> eligible. I can't wait for that collaboration. <laughs> anyway, you know the other thing I was I was thinking about with Green Day getting in and reading this article by Jim Harrington that I keep going back to um, is the power of we we need to dedicate a full show to this. But the music from the Bay Area, the mu- so what what town has the most native artists? Right, the best that produces the best artists who are native of that of that area right so like the bay area i mean green day dead tupac i mean it, it's kind of it's it, you know and metallica no, the bay, the bay area has i mean great, dude dude uh, so you got yeah. three you've already got three hall of famers there with the dead green day and metallica and then tupac coming in you know probably uh, within the next couple of years that's pretty impressive i'm just saying we have to dedicate a whole show to it but would you guys say that off the top of your head, do you think that Bay Area may be number one, or are you gonna give? Are you or or do you think? Is it or, New York? Well, New York. yeah, I was well, gonna say New York. It's New York, L.A. You know. Yeah, but those are native. and maybe and Chicago. Chicago. What? But yeah. the rule has to, native yeah. sons. Native sons. Native what? Yeah. Chicago. Seattle. What? I don't know. Seattle. 
It's all right. It's a future show. We'll, we'll... Dude, ask Dave Grohl. He did Sonic Highway. How yeah, did... and he skipped the Bay Area, which I still have a problem with that. Oh, I he th- did. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, you want to, you guys? I think we should get into the countdown, shall we? Uh, yeah. Top, sure. yes, yeah. the top, the top weed songs. As always, Harrison, uh, why don't you start us off, my friend? Fire it okay, up. Okay, I'm gonna fire. <laughs> fire it up. Well done. <laughs> all right, right. just go. Uh, I'll spark it with the first one. I uh, my number five on my list. I went with uh, "Last Dance with Mary Jane" by Tom Petty. I mean, uh, it's definitely it was a song about stopping smoking weed, which I think was you know a bit of a misnomer on Tom Petty's part because I doubt he's ever stopped smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I was oh, actually surprised uh, you, you could have gone with another Tom Petty song. I thought you don't know how it feels. Uh, you don't know how it feels, which is another one. But I mean, Wait. like, I yeah. mean, they're both. But Last Days with Mary Jean at least is, like, mildly poetic about it, whereas, you know, you don't know how it feels is <laughs> just straight up talking about smoking weed. So, I, and I like, I like Last Days with Mary Jean. Yeah. And the video for it was great with Kim Basinger. Um, yes, as the necrophilia the, theme. Yes, of it course. Speaking of old people smoking weed, last in the Rock and Roll Hall, back to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, Miley Cyrus, in her, in her speech, she inducted Joan Jett. In the story, she talks about how uh, she was smoking weed with Joan Jett in a bathroom before they did a duet for some VH1 show, and it's an interesting little uh, little uh, anecdote. Yeah, it's well, an I, yeah, I, we, we, I got to give Miley credit for mm-hmm. giving you know for praising her you know elders like Wayne Coyne and, and Joan Jett. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I think yeah. I think Miley Cyrus. She grew up with an appreciation. Of of music, um, yeah. you know, because of uh, be, because of the achy breaky. Because of achy breaky heart, yeah. of course. Yeah. So, anyway, well, number number four, one. number four. I'm gonna take a. Uh, I think this is a uh, lister first. I'm gonna take a uh, host privilege here and nominate an entire album mm. for the number four slot on my on my list. And I uh, put down "Dark Side of the Moon" by Pink Floyd, which you know is a great album. But it's a really great album on weed. <laughs> <laughs> no. You listen to that album on weed. No. You listen to that album on weed. Every single word makes perfect sense. I don't dispute that, but I think you're taking some major liberties here by choosing a whole album when we're talking about songs. But no, I, I, I personally, I give, no, I, no, I give points for creativity on this God, one. You, it's, I give, it's I give, also, well, as you know, Harrison, I always, of, we always corroborate, as you know. So uh, if that's the right word. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I give I give points for creativity on this one, Harrison. I let it and slide the, as pissed and as also, Todd if is. You listen to and Todd, it does all the songs connect. There are no breaks. True. Oh, well done. Hey, <laughs> look, I have watched I've watched it while I mean I'm sorry I've watched Wizard of Oz while listening to it, and it was mind blowing. I won't deny that. <laughs> right? You know. Yeah. Now, did you do that on weed? But perhaps. But it was, perhaps, I remember perhaps. mind was blown by of, of me and the people I was watching with, who I won't name. But the worst but, part uh, of it, you know, the the whole think, that it, whole was thing. It, was it Scott and I? Were we there? <laughs> no, we, we went to. Do you remember we went but to the you show? Know both of them. No, yeah, you we remember did. we went to the show. We went to see the yeah. the, the, the the Pink oh, Floyd right. tribute where oh, the yeah. where the guys put it up on the video screen and then oh, played along true. with it, which was a great shtick. It was uh, the machine, I believe, yeah, was the name yes, of the tribute. Yes, yes, the machine. We saw that show. But here's what's weird about that whole phenomenon i'm assuming the first person who did it which it is it is remarkable and it blows your mind and yes when you're stoned especially it blows your mind but it blows your mind but when it's over 
and the album's over and the movie's still going, does that mean that the first person who did it just passed out before the <laughs> movie had ended? Is That's that a reasonable assumption? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, or you're supposed to you're supposed to if you don't pass out before the movie or before the album ends that's you know if you say hey what happens now that's you're you're wrong that's not what's supposed to happen you obviously haven't partied enough if you're still going well, some people said there was some people said you could replay the album no. again but i don't no, think that's no. true no i don't no you but can't whoever First said of all, that was really high yeah yeah well really, really yeah high. yeah that's you're supposed to play the album backwards you know and trail out that oh, way yeah yeah i i tried that with a cd it didn't work. Uh, so but don't they have? That, isn't there a part in the? Is it Great Gig in the Sky? Isn't there that part where if you like listen really closely, you can hear them. You can hear someone saying, "If you can hear this, you're dying." Isn't that in that song? Have you guys ever heard that? Uh, yeah, no, that sounds familiar. That sounds. I think it's in Great Gig in the Sky. I'm pretty sure it's on Dark Side. Yeah. And there's like, yeah, there's like a a woman. I think it's a woman's voice. And she's oh, like, is... you can hear this, you're dying. You might be right. It's creepy. Yeah. I also, wish we had a, even even creepier on weed. I wish we had a. I wish we had a great. Uh, I mean, a Floyd aficionado who we could call right now who would tell us all about it. And then maybe that Floyd aficionado would tell us how great the new Floyd album was too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Floyd's got to be looking at the Grateful Dead anniversary and being like, dude, we got to do a cash grab like this, too. I mean, they got to wow. get in on this action, You know, right? in preparing for this show, yeah. I, I was thinking, oh, man, how awesome would it be if Floyd did, you know, if they toured? Yeah, so cool. yeah, yeah. And well, I was thinking about the Dead, too, of course, because of this right. topic. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm down. I'm cool, and I like Harrison. The lawyer in you makes a very good argument. It is one long track. So, uh, Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. it is one long track, so... I, cool. So, yeah. All right. Number three, we're gonna go uh, back to what we were doing before, but I chose just a. <laughs> this is, it's a garbage song. All right, it's a garbage <laughs> song, but it's great because. It, yes, should please. I just play? I mean, what? Yes, it, please. Okay. Just go ahead and play a little bit of it. Yeah, Harrison, tell the listeners out there what they're listening to right now. This is the Cottonmouth Kings. This is a song called Peace Not Greed. It is a rap rock anthem about how everything in the world would be better once uh, weed is legal. <laughs> Are you sure this is not a Limp Biscuit outtake? That is my first impression. <laughs> oh, well, I think actually, got, yeah, it might they be. Are part of, the Cottonmouth Kings are part of the uh, ICP, Insane Clown Posse, Juggalo, uh, Umbrella family. You know, <laughs> You're not so they selling it. <laughs> twisted. I'm not trying to sell it. Yeah, I just think it's a phenomenal song. <laughs> who, who, who? You got to. It's the good part. Good part. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I remember these guys. I do remember the yeah. Cottonmouth Kings, and I, you know, the, ba- the, the great high ba- society came out shockingly in the year two thousand. Great. Oh, it doesn't sound yeah, like that, a, does it? A yeah. golden age for music. <laughs> Oh wait, is, there's some record scratching in it, of course. There's like nine rappers on this song. They're all terrible. Scott, what is the question you have to ask yourself when Harrison throws yeah, out? Yeah, I know the like when this? when Harrison throws out a random act from from the end of the last century, you always have to ask yourself whether it was a performer at Woodstock ninety nine. I did check I don't think there was any trace of Cottonmouth Kings at Woodstock ninety nine unless they were on the side 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 stage. Uh, they might have been they might have been there as roadies. Yeah. They would have fit in though. I love it. No, but you know what? I do remember Cottonmouth Kings. I mean, the band name alone, they had to 
be mentioned on this show. That's a. They're still touring. They're yeah. still touring. They I are. saw that. Wow. They do. Yeah, you know where yeah. they'll pop up is like they'll pop up on random 311 and Cypress Hill shows. That's where they'll right. They'll oh, yeah. always be uh, like they're course. in that circuit. <laughs> yeah. The Sublime. I could see them in a, like opening for the Sublime with Rome. Well, the three if 311 is not available to open, then yeah, then uh, then <laughs> Cottonmouth Kings are the next call that Sublime makes. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, well, that's Harrison bringing out Cottonmouth Kings. Well done. All right, number that's Thank number you. three so, for you. Number two. Now, number two. Now, the, I don't know if this is the best choice, but um, I went with Casey Jones by The Grateful Dead, and maybe not their best like drug song, but my one of my favorite songs by The Grateful Dead, and just the right uh, pace and tempo for me as as far as like something to chill out to. Okay, it's it's my, my only issue with the song is if if it's any uh it's more of a coke song right than a weed song right I mean right he's well, it's more of a coke song that. than a weed song I mean he's, he's I know but what so but it, but if I but like I, there, I had to put a great song it's a great song, song and it could work it works it works I just that was the only reason what's I didn't a better choose it, it was what what would be a better grateful so that's just why I said like I wasn't sure what would be a better grateful dead song to go here. Shakedown I mean, Street. Dark Star- Dude, oh, Shakedown Street is I actually good. Shakedown Streets, I guess that actually is probably a good call. But look, like would, Dark Star, I, just because it's just like jammy and you know that's. I mean, I don't know something, but but I I understand what you're saying. But Casey Jones, it's it's yeah, it's it's all the dudes on coke. I mean, it's a different it's, right, it's a different deal. But I got a good yeah, story. I'm driving that train. Yeah, but I feel I've like got, the train would be going much slower if he was on weed. True. Right? <laughs> That was what I was thinking. True, but I've got a better story. I got a good story about Casey Jones. So the uh, a few weeks ago, Sarah emails me and she's like, "You got to check this out. It's so cool." And I and I was like, "What is it?" And it's like the, one of these like rockabye lullaby things. And I'm so anti these things, as you guys know. My daughter listens to oh, the real. Oh, those are huge. My daughter the listens. Dead to- did a record store day release of that. Oh, maybe this was it. The dead, lullaby. The dead released their lullaby. Oh, so this days. is it? Yeah. Wait, v- vinyl exclusively for record store day. Yeah. So Sarah sends <laughs> me this. She sends me this link. And it's this, and I'm like, and and I, um, oh man, and it's not in the audio. Oh, oh I don't want to hear "Friend of the Devil" lullaby. Dude, this, this is, is and it's this. <laughs> I mean, come on, really? Driving that train? Oh, awesome. Wow. No, Harrison, not awesome. You're sitting by the crib singing. Yeah. Hi, that's great. No, Harrison, <laughs> this is not awesome. You know what? My kid listens to a lot of rap. Talking about Harrison's childhood here. He yeah, that's true. He just got the real. <laughs> I, I listen to the real thing that's, every night. I was put to bed by that that's song. That's true. That's true. You did. <laughs> this would have been slightly less traumatizing. This he is was why I'm smiling. Three years old, trying to sort out the words and like, what does that mean? I can. For some reason, I see a room where the Cottonmouth Kings are all sitting around getting fucked up while listening to this. I can see that. <laughs> this actually might be a good selection. Scott. Yeah, this is better. You know what, Harrison? You should have picked this first. All right. All right, and I love it. You know what the best part version. is? That it all comes back to Record Store Day. That's the best part. Is that like these, you know, these yes. lullabies now, which prove that Record Store Day is just for old old farts, obviously, if they're putting right, out lullabies. Like yeah. Uh, all right. Casey Jones. And your, your number one weed song, Harrison, is... Uh, Smoke to Joints by Sublime. I was introduced to this song off the Mallrat soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which uh, has a, a number of great songs on it, but this is, I think, my favorite. I guess it's also a cover. Um, I forget who did the original. No Yes or No Yes or it was whatever the, the, the person. Toy, it was the Toys. Or Toys or Toys? Toys. 
Toyus, that was it. Yeah, Toyus. Really? I never knew that it was a cover. I just learned it. Yeah, I just learned it in research. We gotta dig this. up the original. Where? So it's the. Did you listen to the original, Todd? In doing. Yes. I, yeah. I did not listen to the original actually, but the the original. So Sublime added the samples, like the movie, uh, the movie sample, yeah. and they. They added the, the smoked cigarettes till the day. She, they added that. So there's a lot of differences, but I guess the basic song was taken from that. Oh, so and this was a reggae. I guess it was a old school reggae song. Is that 91? 91. So not too old. Yeah, it's only about. And Scott, fun fun fact about this song, a Bay Area fact. Yeah. Is that apparently for for decades, K-Fog played that song. I guess the, their version. Uh, at 5 p.m. on every Friday. Oh, that's like great, of course. Many years. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, Isn't yeah. that great? Yeah, yeah, that's great. This is a, a big uh, San Francisco radio station. Wait, they played the toys version or the Sublime? Yeah, give they to played the... the toys version. That's, see, no, that's cool. And you know I get all amped sure. up. About. That's like old real radio shit. You know, that's like real radio. Yes. They, yeah, it? like they play this track. Because from... it's not like it was a hit or something. Right, exactly. From the toy. That's cool. That's a great, cool, fun fact. Put on some of the toys' uh, lyrical parts. Okay, some of the lyrics all right, yeah, well, I'm assuming. That's pretty close. I think I might like yeah. this ver that version better. Yeah. Actually. Oh, better? I don't know. It doesn't have Better. the guitar. No, it's that cool. Guitar that you I know like what, Harrison? Guitar. You mentioned something. Yeah. You know why you like that version? Because because the the two the the Sublime song and I didn't put the Sublime song on my list because of this. It's it's just played out, right? It's kind of played out. And I love the fact that you're you know Todd, you reference a radio station that played this that version yeah. because it, I don't know. It's cool. I, I agree with you, Harrison. That's a pretty cool track right there. I mean, that's a that's why we do yeah. this show to find stuff like that. No, and, I like yeah. I like that version. Yeah, I yeah. like it. But yeah, the, I guess the the Sublime version has you know that that. Significance is because of when we first oh. were exposed to it. Wait, guess what? Our uh, right. our loyal what? listener, not loyal listener, but member of the fan club, Sarah has just texted into the program, by the way. Oh, uh, really? She's texted in the program to tell me that uh, her parents went to a Beatles show last night, They uh, and they learned somehow, not a, obviously not seeing a Beatles the Beatles. Show? A Beatles tribute show should be uh, in okay. this text. And uh, that Paul McCartney, they learned that Paul McCartney wrote, Got to Get You to My Life, about his love for weed. So uh, how about that? Ah. That's great. Checking that. That's, oh, so the parents, be, yeah, this is getting a little weird now, but anyway, that's classic uh, family factoids. There yeah, we go. wow, there you go. Who knew? Well, I guess so. We can put uh, we can put that on the big board. Got to get you into my life. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Nice. All right. Anyway, didn't know that, but uh, well, Harrison, your your uh, your list is complete. Why don't you run them back for everybody? Sure. Number five, Last Dance with Mary Jane. Number four, the entire Dark Side of the Moon album. Number three, Peace Not Greed, Cottonmouth Kings. Number two, Casey uh, Jones on the xylophone lullaby, record or say exclusive. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, Smoke to Joints by the Toys. There we oh, go. Oh, oh nice. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah I go. love it. I love it. Very cool. Two, two rare. You know what? That's a good, actually, that's kind of a good mix to get stoned to, except for the Cottonmouth Kings song might scare you a little bit. Yeah, that would, <laughs> that would that. get me out of my, yeah, my groove yeah. a little bit. Um, all right. 
my my list it's a, it's a very political song that's why i like it you know yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey it, it, that's true yeah um so my my list i wanted to start with an honorable mention which god thank god for the internet because nothing dies courtesy of the internet but i as todd knows i'm a huge fan of woodstock 94 i didn't attend but i feel like it had a remarkable place in my life because i spent an entire weekend watching the thing on pay-per-view <laughs> i uh, feel like and, you were there yeah i talked about it so dude, much at school i, I, I remember you were so I was you were so there. excited. You were more you were more present than any of the that, people. Who that that pay per view literally <laughs> that pay per view literally changed my life. Sadly, when people talk about what changed your life, oh, the fucking Woodstock '94 pay per view changed my life. Wow, what a life. Uh, anyway, I, I mean, I can tell you the whole show. I was so excited. Well, I was. I said this is this is amazing. I mean, these people are having so much damn fun. This is unbelievable. Anyway. But I remember there was this song called the Bong Song that these two guys who they literally went up to, like they went up to in the campgrounds and they were singing it and they had it. And I, so I was such a nerd and Todd remembers this. I took, I pulled all the audio off of the, off of the pay-per-view and I turned them into, I made my own box set. I had a whole box set of the audio from the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So so it's, it's right. so I I literally recorded and this had to be, I did this analog because you couldn't just like rip it you know like right, digital right. i literally sat with a recorder and recorded every single show and then i wrote the track and i didn't have setlist <laughs> fm either i literally wrote the track <laughs> names i have no idea how i knew all the track names but i wrote all the track names too and there was wow. a track i li- didn't I did- even have high speed dubbing available no of course not I, I and i did and no yeah this was done in the fleischer professional studio with a vcr and a cassette t- deck um and uh, i i i remember there was this this song called the bong song so I, I Googled the last, I was reviewing this list. I Googled, I look it up, Bong Sung Woodstock 94, and I found it. Oh. There's too much going on right now. I said there's too much going on. It's a party like I never saw. And I can't find my bong. Awesome, right? <laughs> wow. Nice. It's amazing. Like you said, thank God for the internet, right? My bong's been gone too long. I sorry, I can't turn it off. Hang on. One more just give me one more verse. No, not a whole verse. Wow. You're really indulging in this. <laughs> We, you know what? We've uncovered some rarities in the last ten minutes yeah, of this show. The toys, the toys, and uh, the so bong song. this is a song by by Matt Baker and a guy named Cruiser. <laughs> and it's original. <laughs> <laughs> originally played at Woodstock 94. Now, one of the dudes has white guy dreads. I'm not sure if that's Cruiser or Matt. Of course Matt. he does. <laughs> Probably the guy named Cruiser, if I had to get <laughs> Anyway, that's my honorable mention. So uh, I, had to, I had to throw that out there. Okay. Uh, number five is Little Boxes by The Shins, which the Little Boxes was the theme for weeds and they had different artists do it all the time and uh the shins version is really good but i just, i picked that one because bah, 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 bah. i just got a lot of shit for putting casey jones on my list because yeah. it's not a song about weed little boxes has nothing to do come with on weed. dude but it's associated with weed because of the weed because of weeds 
That's that's why. I know, but it's not about weed. No, it's not. You're right. It's I like just... the. I know. It's not about. Okay, weed. fine. I'm just, yeah. just want to make sure that. I okay. actually couldn't find. I tried to find the Shins version on Spotify for the purposes of the playlist, but yeah. I couldn't find it. Yeah. So I went with this some woman I'd never heard of who, who sang it. Right. It's an old school, really old school song. Was... Oh yeah. Um, but uh, the the Shins version. Is great, and yeah, it's another another rarity here. As we uncover, it shows you weed just weed helps you uncover rarities. But uh, the version by the Shins was was my favorite, and I was a big big fan of that uh, of that song. I don't know if this might be it. Yeah. You get the idea. It's the Shins singing the song. Okay. Uh, okay. I found Malvina Reynolds just to give her credit. It was Malvina Reynolds. That's right. Yeah, and it's you know she what appears on this my Spotify playlist. And Harrison, maybe you're right. Maybe I belittled the song by putting it on this list because I do like the message in the song as well. So anyway, I thought it was, okay. So I would associate with we, we. I mean, you know. Okay. Anyway, number four on my list is a song called "Wasting Time" by ALO, uh, jam band. They this song is all about bongs and 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 uh, Jerry Garcia basically. So go check it out. Uh, number three on my list is "Get Ready" by Sublime. So I went for a deep cut. It is off, of course, the Sublime self-titled album, but it's a deep cut on there, and it's about listening to loud music and smoking weed while doing it. Uh, crank up the bong, load up the sorry, load up the song. Crank up, lo- crank up the song, load up the bong is the line from that song. Number two is "Hits from the Bong" Cypress Hill. At first, Cypress Hill mentioned. Uh, I can't believe it took this long into the show, by the way. Which I, it, uh, Harrison, you went for Cottonmouth Kings instead of Cypress Hill, obviously. Uh, well, I, because I knew I knew where <laughs> I know where Cypress Hill is going to end up when this okay. was all. All right, and number and number one it was uh, "Rainy Day Woman" uh, by by Bob Dylan. So that was uh, that's number one. Which again, I'm surprised we've gone this long into the show without that song making the 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 discussion. So that's my list. So number five, "Little Boxes" by The Shins, uh, the cover version by The Shins, which was the theme song for Weeds. Number four, "Wasting Time" by ALO. Number three, "Get Ready," Sublime, a deep cut from them. Hits from the Bong, Cypress Hill, number two and Rainy Day Woman by Bob Dylan at number one. All right. Well okay. Hit and, um, all right. Todd, what? on to you. So I have a – so actually, fun fact about Rainy Day Women. Yeah. Even though it's not on my list, it was definitely very close, honorable mention type thing. But what I, one thing I discovered this week was that, uh, that Rainy Day Woman was a slang for a joint. I didn't know that. Didn't the Rainy know that. Day Woman back, back in the 60s. Someone would be like, I got a rainy day woman, I'm good. And that meant, did you guys, I never heard that. No, so, that's weird. No. It no makes idea. the song, it gives the song a whole different spin, right? It puts it in a different light a little bit. Interesting. But um, yeah, so I didn't know that. And the other thing, so uh, this will intro my list a little bit. But one thing that, I, that occurred to me over the course of this, you know, researching this list is that, uh, and Bob Dylan's a perfect example of it, but... Um, and it was funny because Bob Dylan, I mean, the song Rainy Day Women seems like very clear. It's very hard. It seems like undeni- undeniable, maybe what it's about. He says, everybody must get stoned. Um, and, but Bob Dylan at the time, it was 1966 when it was released. It was the first track on Blonde on Blonde. And he, he denied that it, was about, it was, that it was about getting high. He denied that it was a drug song. And uh, I thought that was funny. But, but what I was reading was that, uh, and this tied in actually to one of my artists, but but uh, I was reading a rock critic who was saying to admit in 1966-67 that your song was a drug song was like career suicide, which I thought was funny because today bands, you know, even in the 90s, 80s or 90s bands would have been much more proud of that. But uh, Revel anyway, even. Uh, yeah, and the other thing that occurred to me was that every big artist, or not everyone, but most of the major artists we associate with the late 60s, may even into early 70s, 
it seems like they all could have had some entry on this list. Every big oh, rock yeah. artist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's you know, what but rock that's, or yeah. soul yeah. or funk. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's so that's, but it's just interesting because, you know, we people might say, oh, they're doing a 420 episode. You know, what does that have to do really with music? What well, actually has a lot to do with the music. Oh, Todd, bringing it so, back. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's, so, <laughs> it's so tied in. You can't really separate it from not just rock and roll, but it could be hip hop. Uh, it could be you know, even even genres like country, but definitely R and B, funk, even pop. So anyway, that's what I that's what I love about this topic is that it really extends to it transcends. All. That I mean, that was why I brought in music. one of the reasons why I actually brought in the Cottonmouth Kings was to show that like it does extend across genres a little bit. We don't have to do just '60s music to get to where we're going. Oh, yeah. um, Definitely not. Actually, uh, Scott, you should see if you can cue up the Bill Hicks' uh, rant about uh, if you don't think people should do drugs. Do you know that one? No. No, I don't I know, know but, but I'll try to find you, if you, yeah. If you, yeah, like if you have a problem with drugs. But uh, I did want to say, you know, I said rainy day. So rainy day women and rainy day women, I went back and forth on it. I always, you know, in my past, I always called the song rainy day women. And then for some reason, I just 10 minutes ago said rainy day woman uh, because I had read somewhere rainy day woman. But rainy day woman is not. So it, it's like referenced as both in some places, but it's definitely rainy day women. So right. No, it is. It is women. Yeah, right. But it's, it is plural. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's number 12 and 35. So there's two. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Here's the Bill Hicks uh, rant that you're talking about. And you've been excellent all week, and uh, this has been absolutely the best thus far. All my point is, all my point is, is there's a lot of ways to look at the world. You know what I'm saying? Why pick the way you learn over TV? Because it's usually wrong. You ever see a good drug story on the news? Never. News is supposed to be objective, isn't it? It's supposed to be the news. But every drug story <laughs> is negative. Well, hold it. I've had some killer fucking times on drugs. Let's hear the whole story. <laughs> All right, that's that's Bill Hicks. Uh, sorry, we, yeah. well, so anyway, the, his joke is basically, if you have a problem with people smoking weed, go home and throw away every record you own, throw away every movie. <laughs> Because all of those artists were really, really high on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, so that delivered much better than him. I wish we could have found the quote. It's it's well done. But anyway, sorry, uh, Todd. We don't. Yeah, no, we, we you know we all don't right, so we don't have an intern. With no further so, ado. Yeah, Todd, your your list. That's yes, right. Yes. Um. So so my number five um does go back to the seventies, mid seventies, in fact. But uh, my number five is legalize it by Peter Tosh. Um. He made he made this this was off his it was the title track from his first solo album after he left the Whalers, um, and actually I believe Bob Marley later covered it. Right? But uh, anyway, it's a it's a great song. It was a uh, it was policy position advocacy way ahead of its time. With uh, it was prescient in talking about reefer capitalism, which we're now seeing in Washington State and in Colorado, um, and it and it also serves as kind of an A to Z guide. With of different names, different ways of calling, you know, ganja, weed, herb, so. Um, and fun fact, Rita Marley and Bunny Whaler both are on background vocals in the song. Oh, excellent, so, yeah. Introduced, introduced to me by, by, by my brother. I <laughs> back, back in high school. So, um, so yeah, legalize it at number five. Number four, a Stone Cold classic. I'm surprised we haven't, his name hasn't come up, I don't think, yet today, but Jimi Hendrix's Purple Haze. Um, just an amazing song in its own right, but uh, you know, it, for those who don't know, Purple Haze is a 
uh, a strain of weed that you'd probably find in any dispensary in places where it's legal. Um, but it's a classic anthem. And, and again, just like Bob Dylan did, Hendrix also denied that it was a drug song. But it's really hard, if you look at the lyrics, to believe that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's an incredible song, incredible guitar song. Was, yeah. Uh, it's, it's... And it introduced Hendrix to the world. It was the first song off of the first experience record, Are You Experienced? Well, you you know, you I mean, Todd, you, you kind of used hyperbole there with Stone Cold Classic. But, yeah, I mean, for this song, yeah, yeah basically. It is. It, I, it, it is. There's, no, there's no other way to describe this song and this guitar riff. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, you hear that riff, and you instantly know what it is, and it gets you high to hear it. Yeah. Anyway, so Purple Haze, I love that song. I mean, I don't know. It's it, it, and that goes way back for me. So number three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna now jump into my 90s mode. Now that I've hit the 70s and the 60s. Um, so number three, I have uh, Burn One Down by Ben Harper, which is a great song. And it's basically I always looked at it as like Ben Harper channeling Bob Marley. You know, and this song was from 1995. Wow, but it's that I can, old. Wow. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's 20 years old. And it's still Ben Harper, one of his most performed live songs. It's I mean, a, he, yeah, it's I'm sorry. A it's a, it's a, I, when I saw this, I was really oh, glad ahead. that this, this made someone's list. This is, yeah, oh, this I is a this. great song, man. It's, it's a great, like, just pro-weed anthem, and it really lays out a great case in 1995 of, you know, he's basically saying, you know, if you don't like it, then just don't come around. Yeah. If you don't like my fire, don't come around. So, anyway, I love that song. Um, and then moving on, uh, and actually, I, I'm glad I mentioned Bob Marley because I, I have legalized it and burned one down on my list, but in looking for, like, the perfect Bob Marley song, just like Harrison said about the dead, yeah. these are two acts who are... <laughs> Infinitely associated, you know, always associated with, with weed. But I couldn't pick one song necessarily um, that stood out of Bob Marley or even The Dead. That's why they're not on my list. But they obviously deserve to be mentioned. Um, so number two, uh, Smoke Two Joints, Sublime. Um, Harrison already hit on this one. Um, great. I love that song. Mallrat soundtrack. Nothing. More, I don't think there's much else to say about that one. Um, and then number one, uh, Hits from the Bong, Cypress Hill. Just a great song, Scott. If you can. Keep oh that yeah, it's been. We haven't listened to this uh, whole show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this. Oh, it's got it's got the son of a preacher man sample, which is brilliant. Yeah. And it happened to almost coincide. I think it was like a year before Pulp Fiction came out, and that song had a big resurgence. So it's yeah. kind of funny. Hang on, did we do, do we it's, lose Harrison here? Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Sorry, Harrison, you there? I sent you a link, a link via the, the chat box. Oh yeah, okay. My, you know what? Hold on. And My, and that Scott, because of you, every time I'm at oh, what? Were we gonna say? No, nothing. We're, we're technical. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say when I I, I was at Chipotle today, and and that's not that unusual of an occurrence. But uh, every time I grab the green Tabasco sauce, I do think of the of the line. From this song, 
where he, oh, says, yeah. he says, he says, it goes down smooth when you get a clean hit of the funky, skunky, smelly green shit. So I do always, I always think of that. When <laughs> I, I always think of the green Tabasco. Because he's got always used to say it. The funky. Doc, your, get me, your mind what? must be a wonderful place. That's oh. oh, it is. You it's know fun. what, Harrison? It's like a Harrison, park. all three of us, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah, I think yeah, we all. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah. The funky skunky smelly green. Well, Cypress Hill. I mean, and and Harrison. Cypress Hill. I, man, Harrison, they built their whole career. I do want to say, Harrison, <laughs> thanks for sending me the Bill Hicks link, but I I'm having uh, there's some technical issues right okay, now in the studio, mind. so I okay. I apologize. No, no, we have to we have to figure out a better system for you to send me the link. The bill. Anyway, don't worry about it. whatever. Anyway, I'll uh, recap my list yeah, real quick. Um, I, I, sorry, number, go ahead, Todd. Yes. Number yeah. five, legalize it, Peter Tosh. Number four. Purple Haze, Jimi Hendrix. Three, Burn One Down, Ben Harper. Two, Smoke, smoke Two Joints, Sublime. And one, Hits from the Bong, Cypress Hill. Yeah, very, a very good uh, list. But, yeah, Harrison, I, I apologize. I, I, um, I'm, uh, there's, there's technical, I can get into, you know, we don't, no worry. Don't worry I mean, I, I do like to bring down, it's fine. well, I know I like to bring down the fourth wall for the listener, but I don't think we need to get into it right now. You know what I'm saying? Or is that the no, third wall? It's, it's, fourth, it's the fourth wall, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, I had that right. Uh, yeah. Fourth wall. Anyway, well, let's get down. Let's get back to the countdown. Uh, you know what, Harrison? Do if you if we, we could do some pre-production, but I know Harrison. Always, you always want to do pre-production. Anyway, all right. Let's get back to the countdown. So, Todd. Re, uh, so let's let's get the final the final list, and uh, you know, let's figure out the the final list here. So. Any any immediate thoughts on what what goes and what stays? Well, I think I think Smoke Two Joints has got to be in there, right? Yeah. I mean that's on two two yeah. lists. Yeah. Whether it's Sublime or Hits from the Bong. Hits from, Hits the, from the Bong. Yeah. That's also yeah. Yeah. Hits from the Bong is on there. Uh, I think Cottonmouth Kings gets thrown aside. I think that's gone. I'm, I'm, I'm totally well, okay well, with that. It's well early. It's well early to take anybody off the fine, board. Fine, fine, fine. I I'd love to see. Oh, first, I don't- Pers- so. Personally, uh, as if we give support for other other people's picks, I do want to give some love to um, uh, Burn One Down, Ben Harper. I think that belongs. Oh, yeah. I think that that Great. does. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that leaves us with that. Can you throw out some Scott, of the other ones? Yeah, yeah. Rainy Day Women, I'll throw out there. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Rainy, yeah. yeah. All right. I, I could I could get behind that. Well, then we only have one slot left. All right, we only have one slot left. So some of the That's others. That's what your mom said. Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, Harrison, what Harrison else is on your list? <laughs> Casey Jones. Casey Jones lullaby. There's the Casey Jones lullaby version. Oh, yeah, there's, I don't think that's making it. There's the. Uh, there's Dark the, Side of the Moon. The whole album. The whole album. Scott, can you get on board? Uh, I, get on board? I, I, I might. I might get on board just to I piss that off. I might get uh, on board. I might get oh, on board. That's... Yeah. I think you. Have to, yeah, I think you have to get on board now. Yeah. Did we not say songs? I think we said songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. You know, but we we are. One said, long song. Right, one long one song. Long, yeah, okay. One long song, When You're High. Uh, Look, I had when, oh, Mitch my God, clips. When You're High. You guys, I forgot an honorable mention. I do want to. When I got high. How is that on that? Oh, my God. How is that from me and not on the list? Yes, really how do we do a list? Oh, 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 my God. <laughs> The first off-lifts Lister with a bullet. Oh, no. Oh, no, you're right. Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rewind. Yeah. No, look, I, I didn't overlook Holy it. It's shit. on my playlist, but it doesn't deserve to be in the top. You guys, I've got, another, I've got another rarity from um by by the Y Store. Todd, are you familiar with this one? Do you remember this oh, one? Oh, the Y Store. Yeah, the Y Store had a song, When You're High. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah, one. I remember, remember that. Oh, things we do. I like it, yes. Get high. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so 
such a joyful song. <laughs> it's so you know? joyful. It is. It really all right, is. we've got a lot. Most songs right. on our countdown are much more chill, <laughs> except for Cottonmouth Kings. <laughs> all right, we got a lot here. What do we? What do we do at number five? This is this is an interesting. This is an interesting scenario because you know what, Harrison. I'm with Harrison here on Afro Man. Uh, Afro Man. Afro really? Man. Okay. I don't know. Like that song is that epitomizes question, everything, including the us question, leaving Afro Man off the list. The question on Afro Man is: is it, it wasn't an oversight for me. Okay. <laughs> it's on my playlist. It's on my playlist. That's it was, my acknowledgement of it. Todd, would it change your mind if I told you my dad absolutely loved that song? He said it was the best song about weed that he ever heard. All right, all right. If you're gonna, I, legend, you're gonna play the legend, the legend, I will. I will bow. Okay, if that's all right. The question about this song is: Is it so bad that it's good, or oh, or not? So bad that's the question. Oh yeah, that's right. Or is it so bad that it's bad? <laughs> also on a Kevin Smith soundtrack. Is it? Which one? Dance on Pop Strike Back. Oh, really? Oh. So, I, I don't even know any other Afro Man song. I guess I don't need to. Oh, the other Kevin one. directed the video and Chance on Bob are in let the Let me video, tell you about, so, let me tell you uh, the names. Up, of course. The other Afro Man tracks include, oh, the album is, he has an album called The N-Word, and it includes songs such as I'm Not the N-Word, and N-Word Interview Part 1, N-Word Interview wow. Part 2. Man, he also he really had a lot to share with the world. He also had songs called Crazy Rap, Cold 45, and Two Zigzags. <laughs> and he had Cold 45, Cold 45. Right. I was, I was going to settle for having three of my songs in the top five. But remember that you're picking this over Jimi Hendrix Purple Haze. Just want to remind that's you. That's not a weed. That's not a weed song. It's not a weed song. It's not a weed song. I'm pretty sure the strain was. I'm pretty sure the strain was named after the song. I'm with Harrison. I'm with Harrison. I'm with pretty Harrison. Pretty sure yeah. that yeah. went down. Yeah, but but do you, have you ever looked at the lyrics? Do you think you know why it might have been named? Yeah, but he could have been on. He could have been on acid. He could have been on mushrooms. He could have. I, I don't think it's specific. Oh, it's not. You know, I don't think what? it's specific enough. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just don't know if I'm going up or down. Purple haze. Oh, yeah. In my brain. Purple oh, haze. I'm all. Yeah, he's just all fucked up. It's not clear yeah. on what. Hmm. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It's yeah. not like Casey Jones where he actually named Hey, we already, took, we already took it sorry. off the list, all right? All right. It's gone. Okay. Know. Just, you know what? No, I'm Todd, gonna, Todd right. I just wanted to remind you. Todd's about to mark out of the studio. You're picking Afro Man over Jim Hendricks. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I'm going to just drop, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. It's done. Todd just said we're picking Afro Man. Number five. All right, top five. Top five weed songs by Twisted All Lister. Right. All right. Number I five. I just wanted it to be clear the choice that was being made. Number five. Todd, I listen to it. Find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, what? By the way, novelty songs yeah. is another list. Okay, number five is Afro Man because I got high, which I can't believe it made. I, I don't know. I, I'm, it's just, you know what? It had to be discussed. It, I, all right. It this is. is proof that you guys are both high right now, I think. Whatever. That's all it is. Number, <laughs> uh, then we have to order. So we have to decide that the number one, that's going to be tough. I think number four is Burn One Down by Ben Harper. You talk about two extremes, by the way. Uh, Burn One Down by okay. Ben Harper, number four. And then the, the top three are Smoke Two Joints, Hits from the Bong, and Rainy Day Women. So what is number one of those three? 
Or what number? What is number three? I mean, what, what's the I order? I think Rainy Day Women would be number three because the other two had. Yep. We're on two. Okay. Lists. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So. So. Are we? Is it cool to say hits from the bong? I would one. say hits from the bong number one. Obviously. Number one, one weed song. Scott, it's... you probably. Oh yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. That's cool. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Number two. Well, it has to be number two. Okay, it's solid. And smoke too. <laughs> I'm smoke so mad. Joints. I am so. I'm kind. Of, part of me, see, at Todd, a sidebar without Harrison. I, part of me is mad yep. that Afro Man made the list, but at the same time, yeah, you, you supported it. it. You yeah, fully supported you support it. it. You can't, you can't buy your more so, like two seconds afterwards. Man, classic case of self-loathing. Right? <laughs> It is. I feel guilty. Right? Yeah, I feel guilty. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's our list for for this episode. And uh, going around the table now, what is everyone listening to? Harrison, what have you been checking out lately, man? Uh, I've been listening to Escape from Evil by the Lower Dens, another uh, Baltimore band that I'm going to pimp out on the show. Uh, uh, again, uh, uh, new wave electronica sound, uh, pretty mellow and uh, worth a listen to. Escape from Evil, Lower Dens. Cool. cool. I oh, have been. Nice. Well, oh, go ahead. Oh, Todd, you want to go? I'll, no, I'll, go ahead. Okay, Scott, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Let's keep with, yeah. stick with the order. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to the new Scott Weiland solo album, which expectations were low, and I'm very pleased with it. I mean, to be honest with you, you know, the, the career that, that guy's had. Uh, I believe that the title of the album is Master Blaster. God knows where he got that title, but it's really, it's really good. I and, and I. Oh, I thought it was just Blaster. Oh, Blaster! I, I just I made know. that up. Master Blaster. <laughs> Master Blaster. That sounds good too. Master Blaster. It sounds like a, a Coleco game, maybe. Uh, he runs, now he runs Barter Town. Yeah, Master Buster right. runs Barter Town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it? Is are you right, Todd? Is it Master? Is it? Bla- I, I, is it I, I checked it out actually on your recommendation, and, and I liked it. I think I was into it too. Yeah, it's a great. It so good. it was good. It great. felt a little tired. It felt a little tired to me, but I I still yeah. liked it. Yeah. Well, how? I mean, you probably had zero expectations on it, right? Like I did. I mean, it was like yeah. you know, and it was good. It's it True. shows you how good, I think that. Where that man could have been had things not anyway had had you know had Wyland not been Wyland I guess but uh, and then he became you know he's a great rock front man it's good new Scott Wyland so album is what I'm I'm listening to these days Todd cool cool and then uh, as Harrison repped his local yeah, scene uh, I actually this week I was listening to a lot but also saw live uh, DC punk band Priests who I highly recommend um, checking them out and uh, they put on a great show it was short and sweet as punk sets often are it was I think 45 minutes and they were done. <laughs> no no encore, nothing. They didn't even tell us, like, the show's over or this is our last song. They just walked off, and Andy and I were at the show. I'm like, okay, sweet, good show. So anyway, Priests, I do recommend them. They have, I think, two EPs that are out there. I don't know if there's – I don't think there's a full length. But they're getting a lot of buzz around here. So that's it. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's cool. Check that out. Yeah, Priests, always looking for a good new punk act. That's uh... – that's cool. Maybe one day they'll end up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on the first right. ballot like Green Bay. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thank oh, you for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode. Burn one down. Ben Harper. Oh, Check us great out. Song.